you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. It's a Friday. It's September 22nd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, J. Week 3 kicked off last night. Did things transpire the way you thought they were going to in the Bay Area? Yep. It yep. just took a little longer to get there. Um, Giants played some good red zone defense, yeah. getting into the minutia of it, making them kick field goals. But in the end, 49ers put up 30 points. Giants fell behind. It was not pretty by the end of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rough one. Rough one. I, I think the, the New York Post says it fine. Giants get another humbling glimpse at a top-tier team well out of their league. Ooh. A little bit of a back to the shallow I like shallow that end. Micah McFadden on the Giants, though. Yeah, this dude, I never heard of him. He was Making flying all over the field. I'm like, okay, uh, Niners, yes. We'll give you one second. Micah McFadden, you played awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's tough. Tough uh, for the Giants on a short week without Saquon Barkley. Let's look at the highlights. Time for the lead block. Look at Debo. Look at Purdy. That's the best team in the NFL, guys. Whoa. Right now. Whoa. That's the best team in the NFL. Cowboys playing this weekend, Kyle. It's the best team in the NFL. Eagles play on Monday. Best team in the niffle right now is the San Francisco 49ers. We don't do power rankings. I certainly don't. I like them, but I don't do them. I, I just give one, and it's number one is the Niners. 30 to 12. Let's hear from Brock Purdy and let's hear from the Shan Man after going 3 0. Obviously, you want to win every game, but, um, you know, we have a high standard. We have a, a standard that, you know, we want to be the best versions of ourselves. And, and um, you know, so for us, it's sort of like, yeah, we win, we win the game, which is most important, which is great. Um, but there's stuff out there that we can, you know, clean up and be, be- and be better at. And it definitely, it wasn't his best game, but um, I think Brock played well. I mean, he definitely wasn't perfect, missed a couple throws, um, but he also made a couple plays that I didn't think were there. Um, so I was, I was definitely happy with him. 
So the 49ers improved to 3-0 and for the third time this season. They score 30 points in a game. Uh, impressed, probably the easy word to use when you tee up conversations about the 49ers yeah. win last night, Peter. You were, uh, I feel like, anticipating this being a challenging game for the Giants, yeah. and it unfolded that Yeah, way. I thought this was going to be a tough one with the Saquon injury and, of course, Andrew Thomas out. And the Giants hung. I feel like their red zone defense, to your point, was like in this thing for a while. But... Christian McCaffrey is <laughs> is something special, and I feel like Debo got the highlights. Debo, did, but I gotta we gotta go through the Christian McCaffrey experience. Uh, they, first of all, they've never lost a regular season game that Christian McCaffrey has started. Mm. Everyone talks about Purdy. Yeah, McCaffrey predates like Purdy. Like they don't lose when he plays. That's amazing. He's on pace this year for 2,400 total yards yep. and 17 touchdowns. <laughs> And I don't know. I see this guy. He won angry runs. Like, I know. won it again. I know. It was like a sequel. It was like the he same He runs play. so yes. violent. You see him. He's this, uh-huh. like, blonde-haired, nice boy, good family. Like, hi, I'm Christian McCaffrey. And then he smacks you. And it's so symbolic of this Niners team. They come in. They're in this unit. Okay. And then they just beat you up. Uh, there was nothing graceful about last night. They just pounded the Giants. And it was one time after another after another. And that's their brand of football. And it comes from this, like, graceful magician and Sh- Kyle Shanahan drawing mm-hmm. up all these creative plays. Mm-hmm. But then it's Kittle and Juszczyk, and then it's Elijah Mitchell, and then it's Debo for the finishing punch. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I-, I put him as my MVP before the season. Like, I was a- considered a crazy long shot. It might happen. Mm-hmm. If all these mm-hmm. quarterbacks negate each other, like, if he goes for 2,400 yards, I know we're two, three weeks in, and 17 touchdowns, we're talking about a running back who's an MVP, and he is the engine mm-hmm. that gets that thing going. You know what's going to hurt him in that? Like, if they keep having blowouts, they'll, he'll be out of the game. True. You know what I'm True. saying? Which is a champagne problem, but, yeah. like, yeah, he looks great. How fun would it be if at the end of the race the conversation is, like, Christian McCaffrey, Micah Parsons, and a quarterback? Like, just <laughs> to give it, like, a little martini <laughs> shaker, you know? No. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. He was unbelievable early on in that game because every time he touched the ball, he broke at least two or yeah. three tackles on a run Averaging or a catch. Seven- Seven yards a carry. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, like, what? what are we talking that's, that's about? That's high school stats where you just hand the ball <laughs> yeah. off and yes. no one can no one can tell. You're yes. obviously the best player on the field. But um, Christian McCaffrey, I, I, show me the highlights of Tyshawn Raekwon Samuel. Those are the <laughs> highlights that I want to see. Show Samuel. me some Tyshawn. Debo Samuel got his name from his dad because as a toddler, he liked taking things from people. Out there last night, he was taking ankles, taking hearts. This guy had 81 yards after the catch. He was doing his work once the ball hit his hands. And Debo Samuel was just so fun to watch because he is a running back when he has the ball in his hands. I felt bad for Hawkins right here, the young rookie, number 37. Just shakes him out of his cleats and keeps it going. It's like a locomotive. There's just people jumping on his back. And as soon as you think, all right, he just, he's a running back. He just breaks it. Then they just throw up a go ball to him on the sideline. And this one might have been my favorite play. An incomplete pass. Bobby Okereke, a linebacker, he goes, goes to hit him and flips upside down because of how strong Debo Samuel is. It's unbelievable. And he looks back as if it was nothing. This dude, he works out. He lifts in the offseason, you can tell. And he's just, there's so many guys on their team. But Debo is fun to watch, man. I, I love it. It is. The whole game was fun to watch. Keep your eyes open, people. The machines are rising. Listen, okay. I, I got into this yesterday and half the table wanted to laugh. <laughs> Just wait. Peter agreed with me. I have a theory that Brock Purdy is artificial intelligence. He is a machine and the Niners are in on it. And I think Iowa State was in on it. And he's in on it. So people are like, oh, that can't be. Look, he's struggling in the first half. Guys, it's a very sophisticated intelligence. Like he has to let you know that he is human. If he has 158.3 every night, it's never going to be sold. So he comes out, he struggles a little bit, and then the second half lights out. Lights out. And here's the thing. The Giants obviously don't believe because the Giants tried to blitz him all night. 
He has retaliatory technology, guys. When you launch at him, he does a counter launch. That's how the computers think. He doesn't lose. He doesn't blink. He doesn't sweat. He doesn't bleed. You know what he has done? The Niners have scored 30 points plus mm-hmm. in six straight games regular season. They never did that under Montana. They never did that under Young, but they're wow. doing it under Purdy. It's never happened in their venerable history. And I have to shout out to all the doubters and all the people who are just, I, I call them sheeple. I want to respect Kayvon Thibodeau of the New York Giants because he clearly has his eyes open and he's trying to let the people know Kayvon Thibodeau, he's going to get a sack, okay? You guys tell me I'm crazy. He sacks him. All right, brought him down. Thibodeau yeah. knows. Watch. He goes, Thibodeau has his eyes open. He is screaming at the people that I just sacked a robot. Guys, it is so good. And Kayvon, I respect what you're doing. You're putting yourself out there. You might have lost some endorsements, but you gained my respect. Even in the postgame, Brock Purdy shows up with a stock white T-shirt, a stock jacket. It is the clothes that computers think people wear. And he's he has a thing in his head where he, like, he has a, m- many phrases he could choose from. And he goes... It's just like, we have to keep executing. And you can see the little gleam in his eye. He doesn't lose, guys. He's not a human being. He's not flesh and blood. I'm sticking by my theory. Come join me. Bot Purdy is here to stay. I'm telling you. We're doing those those highlights. And I get so seriously. And you said, best team in the NFL. Yes. Cowboys beat those guys 40 to nothing. Okay. Giants. Same. 30 to 12 at home. Uh, Not to get too serious, but do you really think last night we were watching the best team in football? Well, the Cowboys just lost the guy who's going to have to cover Debo at Al. That just really hurt them. We're going to yeah. talk about it momentarily, yeah. but like the Cowboys' defense is the showstopper. They just lost one of their best players. So yes, I do. I yes, love I do. that Kevon Thibodeau and the quarterback highlight. Forty Nine ers look like they were flying around the field. Can we talk about the other fun moment that George Kittle was like throwing himself a little party with the sky cam? It's uh, TV talk. What do you want? Oh, rock paper scissors shoot! Oh, he won. Okay, hi. That was a scissors he threw at he you. Scissors. I thought Kittle would be a rock guy. Really? Rock guy. Yeah, it's just such a caveman, no. you know, rock. Maybe he's like uh, Fred Warner cool. and he just always goes scissors. Like <laughs> Warner always throws tails. Uh, George Kittle, he's out there. And then like Jed York gave him like a big bear hug in the hallway after during an interview. Like yeah. they're just loving on each other. It's easy when you score 30 a game. He but. broke up a pass earlier in the game that was going to be intercepted. Yes. And then did the seatbelt celebration that every DB TV, in the league yes. does. And I was just like, this is the first quarter Pretty of the clever. game. Pretty clever. Had in his head. Yeah. And it's early on in the game. They weren't controlling the game. Like this guy, mm-hmm. he's a football dude and he just loves having fun. So on that before. play, I gasped out loud because I thought it was going to get house for 85 yards well, was, going was, the other way. And I was Brock like, Purdy. it's going to be the anti bot argument. Yeah, His whole outfit happens. is like NBA 2K before you get any of the money that you can go so and great. upgrade your clothes. That's just what they give and you. People are like, he's not a robot. He got hurt in the playoffs. Did you find a little curious to how quickly he came back? Do you think that's a human being? Mm-hmm. Again, that's all part of the ruse to convince the humans. Like, just don't. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. It's the programming. Ian uh, knows. When are you going to tell us that he's AI, Ian? Ian's not a news <laughs> bot. Uh, he is a real human delivering us the information. Rap sheet. Good morning to you, Ian Rapport, our insider. First of all, just quick thoughts if you want to on the uh, bot Purdy conversation, yes. but then also injuries that we have to keep an eye on moving forward. I'm a little annoyed about this because I used to look at Brock Purdy and think he was E from Entourage, and now all I can think about is that he's a bot, so you kind of kind of ruined it for me. That was like my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I hear you, dude. Well, here we are, uh, trying to buy into yeah. Kyle's theory. Mm-hmm. And uh, sadly but surely, I think he's going to wear us down. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. Uh, Let's get to some of the news, though. Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, of course, in focus now because of his calf injury. Once again, as if we didn't talk about this enough during the summer from mid-July all the way through the start of the season, back at it again. Joe Burrow officially did not practice yesterday, listed as a DNP, but he was out at practice, was in uniform, 
talked to reporters after and said, essentially, we'll see if he's going to play Monday night. He's got that extra day. He did say time heals and he's not as sore as he was. So at least theoretically, he has a chance to go on Monday night. Obviously, an important game for the 0-2 Bengals. Someone who does not seem at this point to be able to go. Anthony Richardson, the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. The number four overall pick still dealing with a concussion, still in the NFL's concussion protocol. Has not yet practiced this week, making it, I would say, extremely challenging for him to be able to clear the concussion protocol in time to play on Sunday would be Gardner Minshew, one of the best backups in the NFL, in as the starter for the Colts if Richardson cannot go. And then, guys, one of the more brutal news updates from yesterday, Trayvon Diggs, the Pro Bowl corner for the Dallas Cowboys, was in practice, went up, landed awkwardly during one-on-one drills, a non-contact injury. He is out for the season with a torn ACL. The MRI confirmed this yesterday. Uh, Fresh off a five-year, $97 million contract, one of the best corners in football. Now out for the season, a young corner named Deron Bland takes over for him. But I think it's safe to say this is a a tough one to replace for the Cowboys. Terrible news that transpired yesterday. And for it to happen at practice, you just hate to see that go down for a defense that was looking fantastic to start the season in the Dallas Cowboys. Ian, thank you so much. Talk to you in a little bit. Uh, Jason, you must have been shocked when this news came out yesterday, the Cowboys losing Trayvon Diggs. I was talking about him this week on the show as the the best DB in the league this year so far. And it's tough because you look at what the Cowboys did this offseason. They went out and traded for Stephon Gilmore because they needed to shore up the cornerback spot Mm. opposite of Diggs. So you get Gilmore there. Now Diggs goes down with an injury, and it's just devastating for them because, Kyle, you said it. Their defense has been their moneymaker. And now there's question marks behind him. Deron Bland's been a guy in the slot. But now you're looking at Noah uh, Igbenogany, who they just brought over from the uh, Miami Dolphins. Can he step up? Jordan Lewis. So now you're looking for somebody to step up in that role where Diggs was the number one guy there, Gilmore Older, still really good. I don't know how they rebound from losing a guy like Diggs. What crushes me is that it's it's not in a game. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's in a week three practice before their game against the mighty Cardinals. That's not fair. Like, I, we've dealt with injuries our whole careers as journalists, as players, as, as everything. It's, it happens, but a practice injury on a Thursday, oh. it seems cruel. And, like, we didn't see it. We did, it just it was so sudden, and it's like Rogers. There was a buildup. We saw it in our face. Like, oh, what a heartbreaker! This one, it almost like feels like it happened behind closed doors. It's it, we're robbed of this, and I think if you're a Cowboys fan, it's like really, uh-huh. really like this felt like the year, and it still could be the year. But that's a major, major loss. He's a tremendous player. I'm picking up what you're saying. I think as a football fan, you're like. Injury gods, take five. We're good. Yeah. It's go, go for a smoke break. No moss, uncle. Like they've been cruel. Like taking Bad. players from us. And this is this is different than Rogers. This is like a young up and comer, like future superstar. I hate this. It's terrible, terrible news. You looking on your phone yesterday, and also in the football sense of it. You start to get the feel that the Cowboys season, it might come down to two games against the Eagles. They're not going to be for a couple Mm -hmm. of months. Like, the Eagles got really good wide receivers, and they need him out there to win that game. He's a really special player. I think the story of the first three weeks of the season, at least the first two weeks, was the Cowboys' defense. Like, they're like, oh, my God, they're here. They can go to the Super Bowl. It's a big piece of it. It's, it's a really, really big piece. I'd rather they lose a piece on offense if I could choose, but I can't. The injury gods choose whatever they want because they're cold-hearted bastards. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, it, it's curious because when we were reading highlights about Trayvon Diggs in the first couple weeks, 
Sure, a lot of it was passes, defense, whatever, but he was also hitting. He was flying around yeah. hitting guys. He they was hit knocking on the ball. Yeah. They hit yeah. on Saquon. He was knocking the ball out. Yeah. It was impressive. So he had taken his game to the next level, and that might have been because of the addition of Stephon Gilmore, and he's playing a different way. But when you look at the way the Cowboys have scored, outscored opponents 70-10, to 10, I said it the other day, I think when you're scoring that way, your defense plays freely, and everybody's playing yeah. differently. And if all of a sudden your defense is locked up a little bit because you don't have your guy out there – that can change. That can ripple across an entire team. You just hate to see what that might look like for the Cowboys as they move forward. Yeah, for Dan Quinn, it's how you call yes. your defenses. When you have two lockdown corners, that changes how you call different things. Mm-hmm. Week five, Cowboys at Niners. Ugh. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. 
I love this crazy time on a Friday. Time for Mad Minute presented by Polestar. We have a beautiful slate of games heading into week three. Now that we've wrapped up Thursday Night Football, let's flash through a few of them to start our first round of Mad Minute. We're going to start in the AFC East in a showdown between the Patriots and the Jets. Kyle, kick it off. I mean, there's a, this, this is a massive game. There's so many implications. If the Jets lose, it feels like we have to get a new quarterback. We can't, we can't get through the season with this. If the Patriots lose, it's even bigger. You know the deal. They haven't lost to the Jets in eight years. Belichick hasn't been 0-3 in over 20 years. And he has to answer some serious questions. There's no just reverential Belichick one-word answers like, Bill, what the hell are we doing with this season? We're 0-3. It feels like end of days. Yeah, I'm looking at Mac Jones in this offense. We talked about it last week, Jamie. I think you said it. They didn't have a pass over 20 yards against the Miami Dolphins. Who's going to be a guy to step up for Mac Jones to be able to drive the ball down the field to make plays for Zach Wilson on the other side. Hey, like, let's get a win. Why not you mm-hmm. in this moment go ahead and break this streak and find a way to win this game for the New York Jets? There's not many winnable games on the NFL schedule where you're like, look at it and win. This one, if you're the Jets, you've got the Patriots coming in as 0-2. What better situation for is it for you? They're on the ropes. Yeah. It's in your building. I just don't know if the Jets crowd is in, like, let's go Jets mode or if the Jets crowd is already packed in. I'm curious to see what crowd we get. Mm. Well, if I were in the Jets crowd, too, I'd be like, what are we doing with Zach Wilson? Where do we go with the future of this position and what he means to this yeah. franchise? Because it was not a good outing last week on the road against Dallas. And what else do we need to see, good, bad, or ugly, from Yeesh. this quarterback to know what the answer is? If he throws, next... like, an early pick or something, it's going to be rough. Turn. they got to yes. get him going early. He might have already yep. turned. I know, I know. He might have to earn them back. I think yes. it's hanging by a thread right? yes. in this game like in the first quarter. I'm fascinated to see that crowd. The Bill Belichick yeah. loss to the Jets would be monumental. If it was at the hands of Zach Wilson, it would yeah. be <laughs> earth-shattering. Earth-shattering. Yeah. Uh, let's dive into a matchup that also could be earth-shattering. I feel like there's a lot of qualifications for this this weekend. Mm-hmm. Bills at Commanders. Mm-hmm. Jason. I'm looking at the Commanders. I'm like, all right, this is this is the first like real, real <laughs> test. You have the Bills coming in with Josh Allen, and the Josh Allen Bills are 22 and four when Josh doesn't throw an interception, has no turnover. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at this guy. What game are we going to get? The first one against the New York Jets wasn't pretty, and then he comes out against the Raiders, and he is just unbelievable. Sidearm throws for touchdown passes. I want to see that version of Josh Allen and can the Commanders hang when he plays. Look, that if the right. Commanders go three and zero, we're starting the show Monday. No doubt, right? Commanders football, like we're there. Um, fun little wrinkle here. Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator now for Washington. Sean McDermott's now calling the defense mm. for thinking all those great Chiefs-Bills matchups mm. we've had as far as a chess match goes. McDermott versus Bieniemy. Bieniemy's had success. Big McDermott's time. had a lot of success during the regular season against the Chiefs. This is a good game. I, something a little bit in the weeds. I'm looking forward to Josh Allen versus the defensive line of the commanders. Mm-hmm. He is a guy who goes face-to-face True. with the D lineman. He, he will stiff-arm defensive tackles. When you talk about this pain and sweat and chase and all those guys, they're going to be all over him, and he will give it right back. That's going to be like a little WWE there, and I love it. <laughs> we saw at the end of that game against the Broncos last week with the commander Sam Howell and Brian Robinson Jr. just like pull together yeah. and put like some beautiful drives. So if Sam Howell starts 3-0 for the Commanders this season, it is going to be like put the keys into the top line of a Polestar car. I don't know what that top line is, but like that's what we're working with here. The Saints pulled off a road win against the Panthers on Monday night. Panthers had some news that they will be without their quarterback. Uh, they hit the road again. Uh, this is the Falcons. Uh, they face the Packers on Sunday. Peter, what are you watching for in this game? we got Saints at Packers, right? That's the game here. So it's a home opener for the Packers. Okay. Yes. Looking at this one here, and it's like, Jordan Love's played really well in two road games. Mm-hmm. He went into he went into Soldier Field, dominated. Then he goes into Atlanta and hung with a bunch of rookie wide receivers. Like yeah. if Jordan Love does it again, like I think it's like all right, the Packers have a quarterback. Yeah, 
I don't see him falling on his face, and mm. the Saints defense is really good. Yeah. I actually like the Packers in this game quite a mm. bit. I actually, I, I think the Packers are pretty damn good. I know that they kind of blew that Falcons <laughs> game, and it's, they had it right there. They were ahead late, destroyed Chicago. Um, we've had so many questions for four years about Jordan Love, and I feel like in two weeks right, we don't have done. that many. You know, like he's got some more to answer, but like he's been really good. So if he, gets, he doesn't get the Saints defense, we're like, damn, he's Love. to Wicks and Reed last week, and he looks like he's just fine. He's just like comfortable. His body language is great. Like he's very calm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And to your point, Saints defense is really good. They've only allowed one offensive touchdown this entire season through the two games. So mm-hmm. if he does it against them, we're all going to be impressed. For Derek Carr on the other side, though, he keeps getting sacked every single week. Four sacks in each of the two games. So somebody has to protect him so he can yeah. find a way to get the ball to Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and all of his weapons. We'll see if Aaron Jones and Christian Watson can go back for the Packers yeah. offense. I should say, I said his body language was great. He did fall down like a drunk guy in a gutter under he the did. center. That was a weird, that was not great body language. But other than that, he's pretty when that kickstand, that kickstand gets wobbly it on does. us. Watch, is Bakhtiari out there this week? Uh, uh, yeah. We'll talk Sometimes all week in Green Bay. It is a um, Yesterday, Kyle, you proclaimed this to be the hardest pick of the week. And I think you still stand by this because of that um, facial hair that you are rubbing right there. Falcons at Lions. Thoughts? I'll just cover the football, guys. (laughs) I do think it's the hardest to pick just based on these two teams. They're really similar. I think they look to run. Obviously, the Lions have a more experienced quarterback. But Desmond Ritter's been playing with some moxie. Mm. Lions are at home. You think it's the Lions. But then Peter and I were talking about this before the show. Like, the Lions are a little banged up, and the Falcons have a lot of momentum. Are the Lions going to start the season with two straight home losses to go to one and two? Mm. I'd be disappointed in that. Having nothing to do with my personal connection. (laughs) We talked about all these weapons for Detroit before the season. Well, Jamison Williams has been docked the first six games. Now, Amon Ross St. Brown is, is... hobbled you've got Montgomery mm. talking about like all right now we're at the Khalif Raymond spot we're like Khalif we need you to step up and we're at Josh Reynolds we need you to step up that's the NFL you have to have depth and all these other guys have to step up we did all this Lions hype they now have to go execute yes. Jameer gives Bijan Robinson we mm. talked about these two guys both first round draft picks we get a chance to showcase both of them on the field at the same time on Sunday. I'm here for it. We've already had a ton of Bijan Robinson breaking tackles. The Jameer Gibbs is kind of slowly yeah. working up. You just mentioned David Montgomery probably going to be out of this game. Let's see some Gibbs versus Robinson in this one and see who the best rookie running back is. We were all high on Desmond Ritter and the fact that he hasn't lost a single home game when he has played football right. since his like junior year in high school, mm-hmm. through college, through the start of his pro he hasn't won a road game yet as a quarterback in the NFL, so we'll see how there that fares. Um, let's jump over to two AFC teams, one winless, one undefeated. Also, the inspiration for this week's Friday Food Mashup, it's Broncos at Dolphins, Peter. It's such fun because I look at the coaches here. Obviously, Sean Payton danced with the Dolphins for a little bit. He and Brady were the rumor mm. to be going there. Oh, and yeah. if they were to go, it wasn't going to be Tua who was their quarterback. It was going to be Tom Brady, so you have that. Then you have Mike McDaniel, who was a ball boy for the Denver Broncos as a youth and grew up in Aurora, Colorado, and grew up loving the Broncos. And this is his childhood team. Um, Sean Payton was viewed as like this, like, holy, like, they couldn't get him. So then McDaniel was the coach instead. Mm. Very interesting. It looks like McDaniel right now looks like some sort of offensive genius. We'll see if Sean Payton can hang mm. with him. Yeah, McDaniel's 2-0, and on the other side, it's 0-2. And this week, Sean Payton has come out and said the defense didn't play well enough, getting the play in between the communication of Tua, I mean, not Tua, Russell Wilson calling the plays. So I look at the headlines this week going into this game. The Broncos have to win. You mentioned it earlier in the week of Sean Payton talking about Nathaniel Hackett last year. The Broncos haven't won a game this year. So let's figure this thing out. You're so much better of a coach. Let's win some games. If we were to 
play fantasy media next week with the media person most likely to make waves. I would draft Sean Payton number one overall yep. if they lose. Thing is, Russ has been pretty good. Yep. They lost last week because he got sacked seven times, but Russ <laughs> has been good. Sean Payton, come on, we're supposed to split the Red Sea here. Let's go. It's a little one three. And the Broncos have taken on a dozen penalties this year. It hasn't been a good start. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Or download the app today. Zips it over the middle, wide open for the pole. Michael Pittman Jr., that's his first catch. Crossing pattern, a catch. Yards after the catch, Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman, he's got a crease to the 20, 15, 10, 5, racing for the pylon. He's in! Touchdown! Touchdown, Michael Pittman Jr. Always awesome to watch highlights of yourself play. That's our next guest. Time for today's wake-up call presented by Verizon. He's led his team in receiving each of the past three seasons. This year, he ranks top five in the NFL in catches and targets already. Please welcome to Good Morning Football, Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. Let's go! Come on now. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Is that that good? Is that like a cup of coffee, shot of espresso, watching your highlights to start the interview? 
I mean, I mean, like it's always nice to see, but like I don't really like to like to just just like put them on for like no good reason. So it's nice yeah. that you guys did it for me, but uh, I appreciate that. We understand. We'll take the humility out of it for you. Uh, Michael, it's your fourth season. You're also in a contract year. We know team comes first, but when you have that in the back of your head, or maybe you don't, how do you go about setting any personal goals in terms of how it can relate also to the team's success though? Yeah. I mean, I'll start with, um, I treat every day individually, like from, like from, uh, sorry, from the uh, last. So, so in that sense is like, I'm not thinking about the past present or no, sorry, the past or, um, the past or, um, future. Like I'm thinking about the, uh, present, which is, um, each day. And then in that sense, like, I don't get, Hey, like I need 100 yards here or I need 10 catches here. Like, it's just like next day, next game. And then everything will end up taking care of itself. So I'm not really thinking about it contract wise. I'm thinking about, or, um, thinking about more like, what can I do like for my team and how can I add value to them? And then everything else will just kind of take care of itself. That's a great answer. And that's what I think everyone should approach it, that contract season too. I, look, your team right now, you guys are one-on-one. You, you come into this one. We don't know if Richardson's playing, at least on the outside we don't. Minshew might be playing. This week as you prep for like a really, really tough game up against Baltimore, when you have that quarterback quandary going on, as a receiver, how do you go about it not knowing if it's going to be the rookie or it's going to be Gardner who finished up strong last week? Yeah, I mean, I would say around here – we've had a decent amount of switch up. So we're kind of used to that. Um, but I will say that both guys are very talented guys and both guys are like ready to play. Um, and whoever gets the start, I mean, like we're going to roll. So um, to us, it doesn't really matter. We're out there running routes, catching passes. Um, and whether it's ant or whether it's G money, like it doesn't matter. So uh, uh, we're going to show up and play. Ant or G money. Sorry, was that an ant or G money? Could you could you what take us options? through those handles? Where are we going? <laughs> so we got nicknames now. So Anthony is Ant yeah. AR, uh, and then I'm sure he'll get some other nicknames. And then Gardner, <laughs> aka G money. So uh, like those are their uh, nicknames around here. <laughs> All right, well, Ant could also have create a player because you said this summer if you could create a Madden quarterback, it would be Anthony Richardson's 99 speed, 99 strength, 99 arm. I want to push you for some more Madden ratings. I'm going to give you three more. What would his rating be on leadership, comedy, and fashion? What do you hit him with the ratings, three of them? So I'll start with the fashion. Like, I give his fashion like a – like a 93, you know, like Madden ratings. Like that's a very good rating right there. You know, like 93. Yeah, that's yes. like, just like, that's high. Um, and then you said his leadership. I would give him leadership, him being a rook. I would give him another, another 95. Like, because like, you just can't give him like that high 99 because yeah. he just got to do it for like longer. But uh, because like Madden yep. doesn't yep. like to give out ratings like until you're like super old. So <laughs> so he's got to wait yep. a little longer. I'll give him 95 on that. And then what was the uh, last one that uh, you said? Comedy. 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 I give him a 99. Ant's always joking around. Damn. Like, Ooh, like, really? like, like, like he's serious. 
but he always jokes around too. So, so, so like he has that subtle joke about him. You know what I'm saying? And like he's just always joking, and it's just fun. Too. It's just fun to be around him. <laughs> I like that. Uh, 99 in comedy. All right, my only question: you, you gave him a 93 in fashion. So uh-huh. you're telling me you're a fan when he had the suit with the shorts and the thighs are popping out. You're you're a fan of that fit. That's a 93. Well, well, when. <laughs> Well, the fashion standpoint of it being unique, like indifferent there, I mean, I mean I that just gets it, gets it right there. So, I mean, maybe I might show up like with like just like with shorts, you know what I'm saying? Like just like mm-hmm. suited up and like some 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 like real high shorts. Like you like never know, like I might steal that from him. Okay. Okay. I love that. We're looking forward to you showing off the legs as well. And you scored your first NFL touchdown in your seventh game. Your tight end, Kylan Granson, he scored his first touchdown in his third season. So he had to celebrate yeah. it a different way. He did a photo yeah. shoot. This is great. With a baby football. Have players in the locker room. Are you guys giving them a hard time? Have you guys seen this? What is being said in the training room about this photo? It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this right here is a finable offense uh, around here, and uh, uh, we gave him a hard time, and and uh, like I said, a finable offense. So, but I am happy that he scored his first touchdown, though. Oh my God! I love it. We're I, out in the woods. We are so into like <laughs> just that personality. So you understand this is like such fodder for us. The catch itself is overlooked. It was a great catch he had yeah. in the end zone too. Like it was a great play. Yeah, yeah, no catch, uh, uh, um, catch, uh, reach, and uh, it was just like so close, like right there, like just like you can see it. I mean, that's like inches right there, and then and then uh, we're lucky that. Uh, he was able to uh, squeeze that one out because who knows? Like you like get down there, like it's like super hard to score. Oh, we talk about those turnovers all the time, and he held on to it. Look, you grew up playing football at a young age. Obviously, we know who your father was and the amazing career you had at USC. All this stuff. We found a photo though from when you were a kid. Take us back to the days of a younger Michael Pittman <laughs> Jr. No. What was this like? What team were you on? And take us through who you were a fan of growing up, because it looks like it looks like you've got the rock in your hands. You might yeah. have been carrying the ball. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. So this is the Santa Clarita Valley Warriors right here. I mean, I'm probably in that picture, probably six, six or seven years old. Um, I played running back, uh, D end, okay. and I played linebacker. Um, nice. and, and around that time, my favorite players were my dad was yep. Ray Lewis and then Brian Dawkins. Uh, and like, those are my, um, top three guys. Yeah, the bull ring so, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I was just a little kid that loved to play football. I didn't know really much about like college and scholarships and even like NFL players like even though like it sounds weird because like my dad played but like when you're that young like you don't really think about it like you just think hey like everybody's dad like plays football you know what i'm saying because i was just (laughs) just like so young and like naive like you know what i'm saying so uh uh that was six or seven year old me right there one of one of the most uh you know his father my his dad is like this yokes just like beast 
Ray Lewis yeah. and Brian Dawkins. No wonder you're in the NFL. Those are three pretty good guys. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. That's awesome. Michael, I remember when Brian Dawkins off- used to show up to the stadium with a suit with shorts on. Remember that? that, <laughs> no, remember that? He started it. love that. He started that it. Uh, Michael, I speak for the table. The Come back anytime. You're awesome, man. Yes. Enjoy your Friday. Stay healthy. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you again. Looking forward to your Thank fit you guys. Appreciate shorts. you guys having me on. Back across the field. Complete to Gabe Davis for the touchdown. And it's a two-yard touchdown reception by Gabe Davis in traffic. Mercy! And Allen over the middle, completes to Davis, runs away from a tackler, and is down to the 10-yard line. Finally throws it to Gabe Davis, who sneaks behind the defense to the 10. First and goal, Buffalo! Playmaker, here we go. Good morning, Western New York. We're joined by wide receiver entering his fourth year all day highlights, all day red zone, sideline, any play that can be made, he will do it. He is Bill's wide receiver, Gabriel Davis. What's up, Gabe? How's it going? Gabe, good morning. What up, what up? Appreciate y'all having me on. Appreciate you coming on. We know it's early. We know you have a busy week. You got to get yourself together, get your camera ready. You look great. Uh, you know what else looks great, Gabe? You got the C on your jersey. This is your first year of being a team captain. We've watched your ascension as a playmaker and a receiver. How does it feel now to be a leader, and how you have to handle yourself differently with the captaincy on your chest? Um, I feel like I handle myself the same. Um, I feel like that's what got me to get the C on my chest. Um, but it's it's definitely something that uh, I'm real happy about, being able to be a leader, a group of such great men that we have on this team and great players. So the fact that they voted on me and, and look at me as that guy is something special. Gabe, we love the way you play. You're tough, you're strong, and you're always team first. Last week, fourth and goal. Mm-hmm. Timeout. Everyone said, are they really going to go for this? Are we really going to go for this? And then they do go for it. Ken Dorsey says, let's go to our guy, and it's you. Your teammate Micah Hyde was talking to Josh Allen on the sideline after the touchdown pass. Take a listen to this conversation. I love you. I love you more. What did you see on the, uh, on the touchdown pass to Gabe? That was nuts. Don't throw it, don't throw it, don't throw it. Threw it. Trust it. Trust it. Don't throw it, don't throw it, don't throw it, throw it. And it was an amazing play. What's it like having Josh Allen trust you the way he does? And what's that relationship like between the two of you? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the goal. You want your quarterback to be able to trust you in those tough situations and with those tight, uh, contested throws. And I feel like, you know, I gave Josh... Uh, me and Josh have connected so many on, on those type of throws, so to be able to make that play for him is something special for me. Um, it, it, it means a lot to me because I put a lot of work into this game. Uh, I work every single day on, on catching balls like that, so to be able to actually go out there next year, you know, feels good. Uh, Gabe, speaking of your quarterback, I was really intrigued. Week one against the Jets, there was a moment on the sideline where you saw Sean McDermott pointing at his head and yelling at Josh Allen, be smart, be smart. That was a really tough game for you guys. Josh Allen, a lot of people are saying, kind of playing outside of himself with some of those extra runs outside the pocket. As a teammate of his, does it fire you up to see Josh fighting for extra two, three yards on a play? Or do you go to him and say, man, we're good. We got your back. You can slide every once in a while. How do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, uh, Josh is an ultimate competitor, competitor, you know, you tell him to slide, but, you know, at the end of the day, the, the competitor comes out of him. He's trying to get that first down, get as many yards as he can. 
Um, and be smart, I feel like it's for everybody uh, on the offense when it comes to mm. pre-snap penalties, post-snap penalties, um, holdings, you know, illegal formations. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that it's, it's, it's for all of us to be smart. And, you know, 17, we, we, us as receivers got to make it easier for him. Uh, the O-line has to make it easier. I mean, it, 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 this is a team sport. It's not just all on him. So um, I think the be smart was was pointed at just everybody. I mean, that's what that's what we say every single every single week, no matter who it is or what the score is. We always want to be smart out there on the field. And then he followed up with an amazing uh, game against the Raiders. Yep. So he kind of made up for it and did more. But enough of the softball questions. Let's get let's to go. The, let's get to the good <laughs> stuff. Now we've seen you rock some amazing cleats over the past few seasons. We're gonna take a few uh, take a look at some of the ones that you wore. This is a little Peaky Blinders yeah. by Order of the Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Love that show. You went from Peaky Blinders to the office, a little Michael Scott, <laughs> a little Dwight. I absolutely love one. this. Gabe, shout out, shout out your cleat guy. And then also, what can we look forward to heat that's coming this season that you're going to be rocking on the field? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. I'm trying to figure out um, what I'm going to do. It's funny, though, because I actually got my Dunder Mifflin, like, pajamas on right now. Like, I'm a big, I'm a big office <laughs> fan. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out what I'm going to do uh, these next couple weeks. I haven't really thought about, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, so we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll definitely get some heat coming up. Let's follow. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, we, we have Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin. Like, he's been on the show. He's a friend of ours. And, like, he is a great dude. I, I, but I want to know, who is your favorite office character? Like, who is your guy? And also, who's your favorite Peaky Blinders guy? <laughs> uh, Michael's definitely – I think Michael's my favorite guy, man. Um, he's just funny because what about prison? Like Mike? the way, obviously, he lo- he loves the office because it's again he he looks at it as a family. He also cares so much about his people. But then when it comes to like just those awkward like moments in the in the show, I mean, I'm I'm all about awkwardness. You know, if something happens in, in real time out here that's awkward, I'm yeah. going to point it out and let people know what's going on. Um, so I love that about Michael. And then Alfie is by far my favorite guy on Peaky Blind. It's just the way he talks and handles himself, and um, it's it's just a great show. Uh, Gabe, speaking of awkward, the dinner party episode of The Office, oh. when they all go over Jan's house and mm. Michael's there, is that not the most awkward <laughs> yeah. episode of television history? Yeah, yeah, the bloopers on that one where he's trying to show his, his flat screen oh TV God. and how it goes into the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> and how it barely moves and, and Jim and all of them are dying laughing at the show. I mean, it's the best. Jan Eyes over here, Jim. The music that he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes over here, Jim. Exactly. That's, that's one of the best. The thing is about the surround sound, Gabe. It just bounces it, off the wall. It just goes it's, right back. It goes right into right the wall. Right back in there. It's this the is what we needed Gabe Davis for this I love morning. It. Yeah. I know. Gabe, this yeah. is great. This is funny. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, We're gonna make man. you a big pot of chili and make you walk into the stage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, go, do that. we can do that. We can do that for Halloween. There it is. Wait, hold on, Gabe. I heard. I heard a rumor that you got. You know, you're going to London this year. I heard that there may be a Peaky Blinders motif in the wardrobe Ooh. as you guys travel. Is that true? I like this. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see, but that's mm. definitely something that... We'll have to uh, wait and see. I'll be on the That's definitely right. something that's yeah. used to me. All right. Well, your QB1, uh, the Tommy Shelby, you should ask him about that. Oh, I think he's got some plans. Yeah, I'll figure it out. We'll have sure. a hell of a Friday. All right. That's it, Gabe. That's appreciate it. you, man. Good luck this weekend. All right. Man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.